We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am uh, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled. This is the first in a weekly series of podcasts designed to educate you, keep you informed in the financial universe with some good tips on how to navigate your way through the financial universe. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, along with Mo Param with Cloudvestors. Mo, hello. Dave, how you doing? Doing great. I'm really excited because this is a brand new podcast and we're going to be talking every week. And of course, you've got in, in the weeks to come and in the future podcast and, and including the first one here, the inaugural one, you're going to have some really, really great financial information that it could, could apply to anyone of any age in the financial game from starting out your career all the way into retirement. And uh, today we're actually going to we're going to talk about Social Security and when okay. to take those benefits. And we're also going to talk about the benefits of Roth conversions and the proper way to really um, incrementally make those conversions and how you could benefit from that, especially tax-wise, later on in the life of that Roth. I'm going to open up with um, Social Security. And actually, there's some really good information in an article by David Ray. He's a contributor to Forbes magazine, and he headlines his article, Will Coronavirus Make Delaying Social Security More Beneficial? So that's what we really want to dive into. Is that is that a good idea because of what we've been through with COVID-19? Are we rethinking the optimal time to take Social Security? Is, is it better than ever this time to delay maybe or think about it? You know, Dave, that's a really good question. And, you know, with this whole pandemic and new life that we're in uh, because of Corona, you know, we have to start thinking about uh, financial strategies maybe a little differently than we than we did before. And as a financial advisor, I've been advising my clients to you know, let's go back to our plan and revisit and see if there's any edits or adaptions we need to make. And so Social Security is something that um, is a very you know, when we talk to our clients about Social Security, you know, one thing that they, they ask us is, you know, when's the best time to claim Social Security? You know, you can take it anywhere between 62 and 70. And depending on when you take it, it can, it can leave uh, a drastic impact in your financial future, not just for yourself, but for your for your spouse. So with the dips in the market right now, it could be something to think about because your financial assets, your 401k, your IRA, uh, any of your savings accounts or investment account could have taken a dip uh, because of the impact of the market. So with Social Security usually being, as far as an income stream, uh, one retiree's stable foundation part of their income strategy during retirement, you know, if the options are limited, it could be an option to start looking at claiming your benefits early. Wow, even early. You'll notice the even article early, yeah. mentioned uh, in the article, David Ray says that if you're a 400 pound chain smoker who's never eaten a vegetable, you may want to take it at 62. <laughs> and that, that is, of course, is the extreme case. But there, are, I mean, everyone's different. And, and so their decision on when to take it is different. And there are actually some people, it may be a good decision to go ahead and take it early at 62. Right. You know, if you, if you look at in 2020, 
the maximum amount that one can have um, in their social security benefits. If you're 62, it's about 22, a little over $2,200 a month. And if you delay it to 70 and you know the maximum amount for 2020, we're looking at about $3,800 a month of benefit. Yeah. Um, and social security is a guaranteed stream of income. So we're talking about 23 to almost $4,000 a month of income. That's a decision that shouldn't be taken lightly. And so the more options you have, the more those decisions become clearer. And obviously the, the more, and actually if you have a plan, a comprehensive financial plan like we offer our clients, that decision becomes crystal clear. But yes, the corona environment, the corona economy that we're facing right now does lay the option of whether I should take my Social Security benefits just a tad bit earlier than I, I thought. You know, we have almost 38 million uh, Americans that are unemployed right now. And uh, f I'm assuming a fraction of those, a percentage of that number could be those that are close to retirement or, you know, a year or two away. And so the idea of possibly taking a part-time job to fill in that income gap to, oh my goodness, I was preparing to retire at, you know, two years from now, but now my 401k and IRA have taken a, a substantial hit, you know, mm -hmm. I might have to take that income. Well, and yeah, I mean, and, and that def definitely makes a good case for taking it earlier than you normally would have. And of course, as you mentioned, the, there are benefits and have been benefits in delaying it if you can. But everyone's situation certainly is different. A little bit of schooling uh, on Social Security. Of course, we know that the benefits that we receive are really paid for by the generation that's before us. <laughs> We're not, not before <laughs> us, but they came after us. The ones that are still working. The ones that are still working, right. Uh, and and. But but it, what you receive is calculated on your work history. How are your benefits calculated, the benefits that you receive? So during your work history, uh, you've been paying 6.2% on average into the Social Security benefits, into the Social Security trust fund, essentially. So you've been saving for this benefit. And so the way the benefits are calculated is the Social Security Administration takes um, basically your top forty-five, your, your top forty years of earnings, and um, and use a complicated formula that I won't go into today because I don't want to lose my audience. <laughs> you might need a slide rule if you did. I might, <laughs> right? Uh, but they take a they take a formula to figure out essentially what they're trying to do and what they're doing is figuring out throughout your earnings history. What is the average monthly income you have made? And then they use that to determine how much your benefit's going to be. And then depending on when you take your benefits, if you take it early, uh, as early as 62, we've seen that there's about a 25% reduction from what you would have received if you took it at your full retirement age. Um, that's an, an acronym is FRA, full retirement age. Uh, right now, your full retirement age, depending on when you were born, uh, but just somewhere between 66 and 67. So if you've taken your, if you take your benefit at, at your full retirement age, you're getting 100% of what your Social Security benefit would be. Now, the beauty behind so delaying um, your Social Security benefits and electing for it is every year after um, your your full retirement age, the longer you delay it, you do receive an annual 8% bonus, 8% increase in your benefits. So if you decided, you know what, I can wait till I'm 70. 
you're going to get somewhere around 132% increase from your benefits just by delaying it. Oh, yeah. And we all, yeah, yeah, you know, that is a guaranteed rate of return. And so as an advisor, if I'm talking to my clients about the, the, the weighing out the options between taking it earlier, taking it uh, or delaying it and taking it later, I have to ask myself, you know, even with a, a well-diversed um, equity portfolio, I have to tell my clients I can get an 8% return or higher than an 8% return guaranteed versus, you know, taking the benefits later and getting that guaranteed benefits uh, from the government. So there are advantages of, of delaying your Social Security benefits. That 8% guarantee is huge. It's huge. And that impacts, you know, not just yourself, but your surviving spouse or your spouse, if you are married. You know, it's so different now, too. And it's such it's a much more critical decision now than it was when Social Security was signed into law in 1935, you know, setting that age at 65. The uh, life expectancy was not much higher than 65 <laughs> and now you know so the social this is information from the social security administration that one-third of today's 65 year olds can expect to live to age 90 or beyond that's huge so things have really changed and it really does make that decision much more critical now a decision that you should definitely carefully consider because I mean, they, there are no mulligans, it, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no mulligans. You, you, this is a decision you, you have to make it. You have to make the best decision for yourself. And, you know, if you mess up, there's no backseas. You know, there's no do-over. <laughs> uh, you know, I joke around with clients and say, why do you think the um, the government chose 62 as um, the earliest you could take you could take your benefits? Because they thought you'd die at 64. They right, didn't expect right. it. And, 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 and it would being set at full retirement age at the beginning at 65. Because what was life expectancy about 67 back then? Yeah, yeah. They didn't expect you to live that long. But, you know, we're in an age now where people are living, people are eating healthier. Uh, healthcare has improved. Healthcare has improved. Technology's improved. And we're talking about setting yourself for retirement that could last 20, 25 even 30 years plus. Yes. So, yeah, the decision of taking Social Security isn't a decision of, well, this is a five-year decision. No, this could be a decision that's that's going to that's going to impact you well into your well into your 80s, 90s and, you know, God willing, maybe you could reach that hundredth year. And a lot of people are now more so than ever. You're listening to Your Finances Untangled. This is going to be a weekly podcast and we're launching it here. Of course, this is information, uh, general financial information. We opened up really with information that would be of more interest, certainly to those who are retiring or maybe in what we call the financial red zone, 10 years or less away from retirement, considering Social Security. Well, that's that's the time you see it in the horizon then finally. And you think, ooh, I need to start thinking about this a little bit. This is something that really, I guess you could say, uh, Mo, it applies to any age, and that's talking about Roth conversion. We were going to transition into the Roth part of the podcast today. An article in the street opens with tax rates, market declines, and the stimulus bill make this a good year to consider a Roth conversion. How do you approach that, that conversation of Roth conversions with your clients? Oh, this is a good this is a good topic. So Roth conversion. So first of all, Roth, if anyone is not aware, Roth is a terminology that's used in our industry for essentially tax-free 
um, income, tax-free accumulation and tax-free income. So you might have heard the vehicles such like a Roth IRA, Roth 401k, essentially what this is, what these are, are vehicles where individuals can invest and save for their retirement. And the, one of the beauties behind it is as the account grows, you're not paying any taxes as the account accumulates and, and grows. But on the distribution, when you pull your money out, it's all tax free. That's great. That is beautiful. So the the idea of a Roth conversion, first of all, is taking pre-tax money, like a 401k or an IRA. You've never paid any taxes at, on, on any of the uh, contributions, and you haven't paid taxes on the, uh, the accumulation, the growth of their accounts. Now, conversion means that you're going to take these pre-tax dollars and change them and convert them into tax-free income, well, tax-free um, a vehicle for tax-free income down mm-hmm. the road. And so this could, this this year, it's like a pot that's been mixing. And like what you mentioned before, with tax rates are almost at a historic lows. We've seen a, uh, a hammer being dropped in the market where, unfortunately, clients' accounts have taken a hit. And with the with some of the stimulus bill, well, some aspects of the stimulus bill, this could be a good time to do a Roth conversion. So, as an advisor, one of the first things I look at is taxes to consider whether a Roth conversion makes sense. If you feel like you're going to be in a lower tax environment during your retirement, this could be a good time to do a Roth conversion. It's been described as uh, with Roth conversions, it's you're paying the tax on the seed and not the harvest, which is it's really a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because, you know, when we're looking at um, income rates, uh, tax rates are so low right now, historically, if we could pay what we know tax rates are today, we don't know what it's going to be down the road. So we can make the decision based off the information we know today. Well, if tax rates are low right now, why not pay if you can afford to? You know, that's another thing we have to consider whether you can financially do it or not. But if you can pay taxes, like you said, on the seed, then we have all this tax-free income waiting for us down the road. And that's a nice feeling. It's nice to know down the road it is tax-free. And, and with tax rates where they are now, this could be the perfect storm opportunity because they are low now. And we know because of all the stimulus activity coming out of Washington, everyone has a pretty good idea that at some point they're going up. So this could be a really good time. Now, do you approach the uh, Roth conversions? Obviously, it's it's an incremental approach you take with your clients. It is. It is. We don't have to do so if a client has, let's call it a uh, half a million dollars in their in, in an IRA or a 401k. And we're talking about the possibility of doing a Roth conversion. Well, we don't have to do the entire half a million dollars and convert it. Uh, we can take increments into it. Well, if this year um, it just makes sense to do, let's just call it $50,000, then we do $50,000. And then the next year, if it meet, if it makes sense to do another 50 or maybe even increase the jacket up to 100,000, we do it then. Uh, so yeah, so the idea isn't, let's go ahead and just go ahead and convert the entire baby because you, you have to you have to pay the taxes today. 
you know, you, and you want to pay with funds and dollars that are outside of the account. So, so money that's waiting for, waiting for us to be used, like in a, a high interest savings account or your checking account or your savings account. We don't want to use the dollars within the account to pay the taxes, because you're 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 taking too much of a hit uh, if we're going to use the money from within these accounts. Yeah. So. You know, uh, it's it's planning. The the, the key thing is, yeah, if it makes sense within the plan, a tax uh, a Roth conversion is is a beautiful thing again for us to develop and build the foundation of tax free income for us. And looking at a Roth IRA, for instance, as in in regards to your legacy, mm-hmm. the Secure Act that came, of course, before the CARES Act, it was signed into law before we were hit with COVID-19 really hard in the U- United States. And the SECURE Act really changed retirement in it, in many ways. And it, it really eliminated what we call the stretch IRA for traditional IRAs that were inherited, where you could really stretch it out. Uh, it limited to, or it, it now forced you to take, if you were a beneficiary of an IRA non-spousal, to really clear that out within 10 years. And that still does apply to the Roth IRA, but but it will be, as you've said throughout the show, it will be at no taxes due, right? That's right. That's right. So the SECURE Act, um, two things uh, that I want to highlight for the SECURES Act. So that was put in place beginning of this year. So before Corona entered our minds and our world, um, especially here in the States, uh, the SECURE Act uh, did two things. One, it delayed or increased the age for your required minimum distribution. So uh, instead of 70 and a half, now your RMD is uh, at age 70. You have to take your RMD at age 72. But what you're talking about is uh, the elimination of the stretch IRA. So uh, imagine this, Dave. You inherit a uh, an IRA or 401k from a parent or non-spouse. Uh, you were able to take the the account, and you had to take RMDs again, which is required minimum distribution. It's an it's an amount that the government requires you to pull out on an annual basis from these accounts. Mm-hmm. You were able to stretch it throughout your entire life. So basically, you were able to take smaller amounts throughout your entire life. So if you inherited an IRA or a 401k in your call it early fifties, well, you were able to stretch it out over the course of you know, God willing, you lived a beautiful life of 35, 90 years old. So you were able to stretch it for 30, 35, 40 years. What the SECURE Act did was eliminate that and said, okay, if you inherit a non-spousal IRA 401k qualified account, you have 10 years from the time you inherit it to basically dissolve that account. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to do it every year. You don't have to pull it out every single year. You can do it in a lump the, sum, right? It you can do it in a lump year. sum. Yeah. Uh, you can skip a year if you want. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the 10th year, that entire account has to be eliminated and has to be dissolved. So now we're talking a 10-year window where you inherit a half a million dollars in your when you're early 50s. Well, that's probably your prime earning years. That's where you're probably at the highest tax uh, um bracket that you've been your entire working years. So now all of a sudden you're paying a big amount on this in- inherited IRA that you received. So all of a sudden you're you're getting, you know, have to pull out 50,000, 75,000, 100,000 dollars from these accounts and count it as income, which is huge. Oh sure. Uh, so what a Roth does 
is even with the SECURE Act, with the Roth IRA that you inherit from a a non-spouse, well, you still have 10 years to um, dissolve that account. But Dave, guess what? It doesn't count as income. Uh, it, it okay, even that benefit. So you, it, it so it doesn't put you in a higher tax bracket either. It it's tax free income, Dave. Yeah, tax nice, free, nice, beautiful. So yeah, so now you inherit half a million dollars from this non spousal IRA. Um, you know what? Let's do it. Let's take out a hundred thousand dollars this year if it makes <laughs> sense. It's tax free. Yeah. Now you can use that to maybe you personally are. A lagging in your in your financial uh, 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 investing for your retirement. Let's use it for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some debt that you have to take care of. That all of a sudden, well, now you've inherited this these dollars that doesn't count against income. Let's go ahead and aggressively attack debt. So, a Roth conversion not just for you makes sense, but even for the legacy you're trying to leave behind. That's right. That's right. Um, can make a lot of sense. It certainly does. And as we mentioned, I mean, this the year 2020 and probably even 2021, it's a perfect storm opportunity to talk about Roth conversions. And if you have questions about Roth conversions, if you have questions about if you're in the financial red zone or getting close to taking that Social Security, Mo can answer those questions. And Mo, it's a good time. How can people reach you who are listening if they do have more questions? Dave, if anybody has any questions about their current plan, um, just general advice that they, they or general questions that they have answers to, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can reach me at 678-792-5855. And uh, you can tell from, hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am, uh, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. You know, this is a non-judgment zone. So if you have yeah. any questions at all, uh, feel free. You won't be judged, but I'm, we're here to help. My firm, Cloud Investors, we're here to help anyone. And the only bad question is the one not asked. So exactly, <laughs> feel free. Exactly. To- <laughs> well, I, Mo, I, this was a great launch to this podcast, and I do look forward to our conversations to come. We're really going to touch on many areas in the financial arena. So I, I really do look forward to it. Same here, Dave. You know, the, uh, we decided to launch this podcast. Uh, because we, as a as a company, uh, have been impacted by you know the state of the world right now. We usually have um, in person workshops. Uh, we usually have about eight workshops a month, and uh, for the last two and a half months, we've, we've you know for the health of our family and for the health of our potential clients and clients uh, that we have, we decided to you know suspend uh, these in person workshops for a while, and. The idea of the podcast came about, well, how else can we educate? What's another way that we can um, deliver our message to a large audience? And um, the, this, the idea of a podcast came about. So, yeah, we've been excited. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for the launch. And um, I'm so glad that we were able to do it today. What a be- no better day than today, right? Absolutely. It's the best day to do it today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mo Param with Cloud Vesters. And this is something that we're going to continue to offer great information in regarding the world finances and not just retirement and not just early on, but throughout your career and getting your portfolio strong with good information. This is Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins from Mo Param with Cloud Vesters saying thanks for joining us and stay safe. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. 
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.